Welcome into the I-80 Club, Monday night in the club. club. Josh Peterson, Jack Mitchell with you as always. If you are a patron, we appreciate your patronage because you are listening either live with us in the Discord or you're listening to us over the next few days. If you are not a patron, we are two away. We've been saying this, Jack, for a freaking month. We are two away from 100. I want to get to 100 by Christmas. Help help make our Christmas bright. (laughs) And become a patron today, patreon.com slash ID Club. It's only $3 or $5 if you would like to join in. Uh, it's Monday. It's December 12th. There's a bad football game on again. Jack, how are ah, you? What are these? There, do we get a good Monday night game the rest of the year? Is there, I mean, I'm going to pull that schedule up because I'm curious. Because I know it's kind of a running thing. Oh, Monday night football always sucks. But, man, it has really sucked. Uh, it's been i mean how about the fact that tonight kyler murray gets hurt on the freaking third play of the game it's like oh that's fun. and he's like sobbing next, on the way in. yeah it's so bad dumb. times all right next week is <laughs> it's rams packers uh, that should be a okay i mean that's that's a little interesting to me i'm not gonna lie that's uh a- then you got chargers on uh at colts oh, on good lord day. oh yeah God. okay how about this one though this one could be for seeding between two of the best teams in the AFC, Bills at Bengals. Ooh, Hello, okay, that's a great yeah. one on January second, the last 17? day that I have off for the for the week and a half. I have same off. for me. Fun. Yeah, that's week seventeen, huh? Nice. Okay, yeah. that's a good game. That'd be a I good like time. That. I like that. All right, one. yeah. But so we got one good game left. One good game plus the Packers Rams one might be. I mean, uh, it might be snowing, right? And the Baker Mayfield thing sort of interesting. Oh, God, Chargers-Colts is putrid. Oh, my God. Dude, that is horrible. That is horrible. <sighs> All right. I don't know. You, wanna, you have any NFL thoughts before we start tonight? I'm kind of into the – I'm getting excited about the end of the NFL season here. I'm fired up. Yeah, well, Riss is really mad at me right now because I, I don't know if I'm not complimenting Philadelphia enough for her. But, I mean, they're really good. <laughs> I mean, everyone <laughs> else is. Why would you need to? They're the best team to? in the NFL. Why do I got to give them their everyone flowers? Else? Can't other people give them their flowers? I mean, everyone else is completely complimenting them, as they should yes. be. But, I mean – they're very yeah, good. I, they're very, I, very good. Yes. But. Yeah. Yeah. So I, look, I'm depressed. Okay. I don't think Dallas is gonna like make a deep run. Like I'm, I'm, I'm bummed. You okay. Know? Like, like super. Okay. To gun to head. Call your Super Bowl right now. Right now. Is it Eagles? For, are, I mean, are you taking the? Eagles? I'd say Eagles Chiefs. I'd say Chiefs? Eagles Chiefs. Yeah. I just. I don't know, man. I think even though he, he had three picks yesterday, I think I trust Mahomes. I just trust Mahomes more than I trust anybody else. The Bills' offense has looked weird lately. I really, really, really like Cincinnati, but I just somebody I weird. I, I, I don't know. I think the Chiefs. Watch the Bengals come out of there again. I'm sort of like that'd be pretty. I'm not. Pretty I'm not totally ruling that out. Bengals coming out of that still. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the Eagles and and if it, you know, Eagles the 49er man Brock Purdy and 49ers. It just it didn't even phase them at all. Yeah, look, and, and like John and I have had a whole lot of fun with them over the last week because I have said I do not think that they could win the Super Bowl. And I, for the record, I still stand by that. Like the 49ers are not going to win the Super but Bowl. But they kill everyone. But they are, God. they are so like that. That franchise is just so well put together. It is an incredible. It is an incredible group of coaches and players. Their offense is, I mean, it's like some of the best designed plays in the league. Their defense is great. You know, so. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, so it's uh, you know. It's Vikings, Eagles, 49ers, uh, You're talking Cowboys. about the seed? Seeding? Just no, just 
at all possible. There's five teams that have a possibility. Vikings, Vikings, Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers, um, Vikings, Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers, right? Five teams that have a shot. What Vikings, did I say? Did Eagles, I say four, Cowboys. I that was only four. You just named four. Who did teams. I miss? Who did I miss? In Vikings, the NFC, Eagles, I mean, Cowboys, honestly, you might have added one. You might have added one team. Like, four. I don't know there's four. The okay, there's four teams. The four teams that have a shot. Yeah, I don't know. If we should mention the Vikings in that. In that. Vikings, game. Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers. The AFC, your possible winners are Bengals. I'm not putting the Ravens in there. No. Uh, Bengals, Bills, nobody from the South. Chiefs. That's it. Bengals, yeah. Bills, Chiefs, right? I think so. The Lions have dropped off a lot, in my opinion, in the last two weeks. Um, and also I, I don't, I don't think that you like, I don't even know if we need to I- include the Vikings. <laughs> so like, I think the uh, NFC or the, yeah, the so? NFC, I think is, is, is Eagles, 49ers, Cowboys. And then I think it's a drop off and then, and then, yeah, I just, so here's the exercise that like, I've tried to put myself through a lot the last couple of weeks. How many teams do you trust to win three games? Cause three games is most for, for almost everybody. That's the number of games you have to win to make the Super Bowl. The one seeds will only have to win two, but everyone else would have to win three. And so that's why I just I just don't trust Kirk Cousins to win three games. But yeah. really, I don't trust a whole lot of teams to win I mean, three games. In the uh, Cowboys and Eagles and Bills, Chiefs, Bengals is really it. Here, that's here's it. the thing that, like, I, I the other thing that I thought of a lot the last, like, day is who in the, the – so if, if we agree that the Eagles, the 49ers, and the Cowboys are the best three teams in the NFC – the one of those teams that gets to avoid the other like collection until the good NFC call. championship, yeah, like that little call. round robin, it's going to be massive. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's pretty crazy to think like the Eagles are going to most likely be the one seed, but they could end up having a slightly tougher road than the other. If, for example, like so right now the da- Dallas is a five, 49ers maybe a, a wild two. card in that scenario because they win win the division, right? Yeah, and so like let's pretend that chalk holds through except for the Cowboys. So that would mean in the second round, the Niners would travel to Minnesota and the Cowboys would travel to Philly. I actually think that that is like that's tough for the Eagles that they would have to beat the Cowboys and then probably the 49ers. Yeah. Whereas the 49ers is the three. Yeah, they'd have to go on the road, but they'd get the Vikings. Like it's just it's odd that the the way that the seeding is going to work. You know, depending on if now that's if chalk held, if there was a if, if like the Lions won in the first round and then they got to play the Eagles like that would be hugely beneficial, of course, for like Philadelphia. So like who fan bases are rooting for outside of their own team in the first round of the playoffs, I think it's going to be yeah. pretty weird. I don't, I don't know, think I just, it's going to be like the normal, like, I'm rooting against a team that I hate. You might be rooting for a team you hate just so you get to see a different team. Now the know. 49ers don't have Debo until maybe the playoffs as well. So Yeah, it I sounds like it's, it's not just, as bad as, you, as it looked initially, which okay. is good for But for But can you imagine, I mean, seriously, though, just, I mean, they're just, it's the defense. It's the, de- I mean, they put up a lot of points last week, but, jeez, it's crazy. And then you're going to have, yeah. and then you the other cool thing about the playoffs or cool or terrible depending on who you ask is you know like tom brady's still probably going to get in even though the buccaneers are terrible just yeah because i'd I'd be surprised if somebody else won the division right and and even as bad as they've been lions will have a shot or or or, uh and and in the afc something we like you know you have the titans in there for instance probably so probably um, yeah yeah definitely i mean in that division yeah so anyway and then the like I guess the other thing is if the Chargers would get in and go nuts, or the Dolphins. Char- you know, Chargers or Dolphins, if they were fully – like, the Dolphins just weren't healthy last night, it didn't seem like. So, 
that was problematic for them, but they feel like they could do something too. So anyway, I'm excited. I love, I love, you know, it's, it's crazy, Josh, because as we've talked about before on this show, like I don't have a favorite team anymore. I'm, I'm big into fantasy, but Mm -hmm. it is the mark of a good league when I love still talking about like going through this exercise with you. It's nuts. When I have no, I have no vested interest. Like I don't, I have no vested interest. This league, the, the NFL right now is at a point as it is right now. And, and maybe it was like this when I was a child. I don't remember exactly. I, I looked at it differently, but it's crazy that I could just like, I love every game. I'm, I'm like way in. And I don't even know why. Like, I don't know. It, it's crazy. Like That's why to, it's the best sport in the world, man. What it's, is it? It's the best what league. What is it? It's the best think? league. What? Like, it's, it's, I get like tonight, so, tonight we're watching. I'm you're, yeah. I, I'm totally into the game tonight, and and it's partially because my fantasy league has some ramifications, but not a lot, and it's not my own. But still, I'm fascinated with this stupid game tonight. What is mm-hmm. it? I think it's a couple things. First of all, we love football. You know, like our our infatuation with football in America is, I mean, it's darn near unmatched in terms of popular culture that we have in this country. So I think it starts with that. Two, it's the highest level, right? You know, like yeah. we we love we love things at their highest level. But I don't know. It's just. It's like so ingrained in us. I and and I'm with you you like right now all I'm basically thinking about is the NFL and it's so funny because during the season college foot I like I live for Saturdays more than I live for Sundays. Yeah. And same, and same. right now every year it just flips. Yeah. And and like yeah. I'm excited for the college football playoff and I'm excited to watch the national championship, but dude, it pales in comparison. To my excitement for the NFL playoffs, totally agree. Even though my now, team has never gone on a run, and you don't even have a team, like you just yeah. said, like I. But it's so funny, Jack. Everyone is always like March Madness is the best, you know, tournament. Or I like the hockey playoffs the most. For me, the pinnacle of playoffs in American sports still are the NFL playoffs. I love those four weekends. You get the the wild card weekend, the divisional weekend, the first which two is especially incredible. Yeah. Oh, and then the championship and the Super Bowl. It's it's tremendous. It is so good. Here, and and so I look forward to this time of year, you know, sports-wise more than any other time of year. Here's an interesting question. How, how different do you feel uh, in, what, two years when the college football playoff is is expanded? Uh, I think that that's going to be – I think that's going to – I think it's really going to gonna help, oh, you know, in oh, terms of I'm, like – I'm so fired Like, up I just feel like too. right now – I'm just kind of losing, in, not losing interest, but it's just like college football takes a big seat. You know, Absolutely. it goes backwards like, for me. I mean, yes, I don't. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is way. It's very hard to get excited. Like here, here's the thing, Josh. I'm desperate to find like a bull pool right now to get in because yeah, I saw you tweeting about this. Yes. Earlier. So if anybody has one, <laughs> like I'm thinking about running one, but I just don't want to deal with all of the administration. Uh, but I, that was always what I, you know. Every year for like twenty years, my friends and I always did one, and it just kind of died, and it's it's sad. That that was part of the reason the bowl games were fun for me. So, and I still like bowl games. I know I'm the, but that was part, a huge reason why is just because there was always sort a little something riding on it. But um, yeah, well, that's why you asked a question. Saturday. Why do we love the NFL? Uh, who Josh said a couple minutes ago, gambling and fantasy. Like that is freaking yeah. massive, man! Like I agree. gambling and fantasy, it's it's the easiest. Football is the easiest sport to bet on for the layman, which I think helps. Football has a ton of prop bets now, which helps. And then fantasy, fantasy again, fantasy football is the easiest version of all the fantasy because it's once a week. Yes. You don't have to update it every single day like you do in basketball or it, baseball. So it just it, the 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 
the the the point of entry is just so much easier than every other sport and it's i mean this is a tired phrase but dude it is just it's made for tv yeah. It is made. You got to play it, then you talk about the play for thirty seconds. And yep. Then you have another play, and you talk about the play for thirty seconds. But it's the perfect television sport, and it's a, it's perfect. But, you know, in in my but for me, my fantasy season, you know, by the time playoffs will come around, it'll be over. But I'm still, I'm still just completely dialed into it too, and and I don't gamble on the NFL. So um, yeah. But anyway. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to get into a huge NFL conversation. But no, dude, I, freaking, I love it. I, that's all I, I want to talk about right now. Me too. Now, so that's kind of where I, I kind of, I honestly feel the same way. Uh, and yeah. I'm really excited about the playoffs. Like I'm real. Like if you get Mahomes and Allen, Josh on a like a Saturday or Sunday night in the playoffs again. I mean, oh God, it, it, it's it'll be just incredible, right? Yeah, incredible theater. Like to think that we had the Manning versus Brady thing for how many years? And now we we might get Josh Allen versus Mahomes for a while, and then then you Burrow, you know, yes. it's like really then, really cool. And it's so and great. Jamar Chase and yeah, yeah. Oh man, I mean, yes. there's so many fun storylines. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, what were your uh, what were your big topics, Husker football wise, here um, today, Monday on uh, Unsportsmanlike Conduct? Uh, if any, uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, like. That that they got recruit like they've had a lot of recruits committing. I guess <laughs> good. I, I mean, it's I good. That's something. That's positive yeah. news. They got. Yeah, a lo- I guess so. They got a couple of guys today. They got a defensive end, right? They got a defensive end. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they've got they got a long snapper from Florida, right? Yeah, got a wide receiver from New Jersey. They had a couple offensive linemen in town over the weekend. The guy from Arizona State, the uh, the guy from Rhode Island. You know, which one is the uh, is the one that's supposed to be the number one or number two in the transfer portal? Is that the Arizona State guy? Uh, uh, I, offensive I, line. Well, I know the Rhode Island guy is supposedly top five. The Rhode Island okay. offensive lineman is supposedly a top five offensive lineman all, or something like that. So get them all. Yeah, just give me some. You know, fr- I I always find Jack the coaching changes. Um, there in terms of how they affect recruiting, I find them very weird because now I I will not pretend that I am in the weeds or have been in the weeds on recruiting for you know this entire year because essentially once Frost got fired, I kind of checked out on recruiting because it was pretty easy to. Um, but I always find then when you get the new staff in, it's just weird because it's like all these new offers go out and, and suddenly players that we had never heard of like two right. weeks ago right. were like, oh man, I hope Nebraska lands this guy. <laughs> and it's just so funny to me because, you know, there's, and that's why I'm not going to hop on Twitter and be like, oh man, this is a huge get. They got so-and-so out of Texas. And it's like, I don't know. Like, yeah. who am I to sit here and be like, yeah, this running back is a really good player that they've been trying to get. Yes. So I always find, I don't know, coaching changes. We dealt with a million of them now in the last few years. I just, it's always the same for me where I'm like, all right, well, here's a bunch of players that I've never heard of before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, I heard the OL, I heard the, the lineman from Arizona State was good. And so yep. one of you guys posted and the Rhode Island, it. One of you guys posted it. On the on the football uh, channel, and I think you're, I don't know. I actually don't know now if they were talking about the Arizona State or the Rhode Island one. Whatever, just get them both, just in case. That, yeah, sure. Great. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that'd be great. Absolutely. But give me some freaking news. Can I get some freaking news on Casey Thompson and AJ Allen, please? That's the part. And John and I spent a good portion of the show talking about I want to know. Let's just yeah. It's and and Jack, dude, get ready. Uh, the window for the portal, like, there's still a month left. 
So is there? And then there's the 15 days in May. Yeah, I know, and and I, I understand it could happen after spring, and and there will be some, but I feel like the like if Casey, I, I I feel like Casey Thompson leaves, he'll do it now, right? So, yeah, whatever. I mean, he's not going to go through spring here and then leave. I I wouldn't think. Yeah, that would be that would be weird. But I just want to that that, like, that that wouldn't seem to make sense. Like I just want to have some just thinking about this team. Uh, we talked about it on your show today a little bit, like just in terms of what you expect from this team. It's super hard to even know that when you still have so many question marks about who's on the roster, right? It, yeah, that's why spots. I've liked. I like how you and I have talked about it, whether it's in the club or you know I asked you about it today on the show, because it's it's less like, hey, how good is this roster, <laughs> and more, what are you hoping for as a fan? I think that the latter discussion, I think, is one that you can have at all times. Even without knowing every you know nook and cranny on the roster, to 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 actually have a, a conversation though, where I'm like, well, okay, I think they can go seven and five and win this game, and it's like, okay, well, that doesn't make any sense because you don't even know who the starting quarterback's going to be. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's we it's it's just weird right now because I, I I I everyone I know wants to get into like, okay, what can 2023 be? But we got to pump our brakes because, you know, there's still so many more months before, you know, the, the roster will even well, come together. On offense, I need to know who to. the quarterback, running back, and wide receivers are. Yes, yes. And I get there. the offensive line is probably going to suck ass. I get that. But at least let me know who the quarterback, running back, and wide receivers are. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that feels like a huge cog in evaluating what this team is going to be next year. I feel like I have a good idea of what the defense is going to be personnel-wise. There, there may be other defections, but we have, you know, Hartsog will tr- transfer to the SEC, obviously. But other than that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. But, but, um, but in terms of quarterback, running back, wide receiver, that's what I, that's what I have no idea about with this team yet, Josh. And so it's ho- so hard, especially on the offensive end, to try and formulate anything um, in mm-hmm. terms of an opinion about them. So I would love, yep. like, that's the first thing I want to know, right? I'm, I'm impatient with not knowing that at this point. Yeah, and and I I get it too because I'm right there with you and and you know it's again it's another thing I think that is frustrating to me I guess a little bit about coaching changes is there is like this real big excitement you know in that initial flurry and then it's like all right nine months <laughs> you know and 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 just you go through all of that and you get really pumped and you know we're doing the research on all these new coaches and players and like I found myself genuinely excited you know, uh, about a new defensive coordinator or about some of these position coaches. And I can't wait to get to meet them, you know, and, 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 Mm -hmm. and find out about them. And, but I'm still like, and it's December 12th, you know, like we're talking about the NFL playoffs, the NFL playoff. We're still four weeks left in the regular season after tonight of the NFL, let alone spring ball still being however many months away, the spring game being however many months away, and then a, a summer to go through. And then finally the game. So yeah, it's just, it's like that odd period where you kind of, in a way, you want to get to next season as soon as possible, even though the current college football season hasn't even ended yet. What do we have? So I'm I'm fascinated with the. Uh, I think we talked about uh, this a little bit on Saturday, but I'm I, I, of of all the assistant coaching hires, I'm fascinated with the defensive coordinator more than anything. Uh, you, yeah. you feel the same way? Oh yeah, man. Reading about this guy, uh, I, I I honestly, Jack, every day I read about him, the more excited I get about him. I'm serious. Like this guy, I've read a bunch about him uh, the last week. Some of it, some of the local stuff from Syracuse. Some of it, some of the national stuff. Uh, and, 
and I mean, people just seem really high on him and his ability as a recruiter, his ability to relate and, you know, his ability to put a, a really good defense on the field. So I, I'm, I'm pumped about this guy. I can't wait to see what, what the defense looks like in the coming year. Yeah. I, I mean, I like, again, who knows, but the, the, the little bit I know here in that interview that you guys had, uh, at the end of last week on him, um, reading a little bit about him, you know, young, energetic dude. Um, I'm, I'm excited about that. And I did, I, I think I mentioned this on your show today. I saw the interview with that, uh, edge guy that they signed, uh, or not signed, but committed today. And he basically said he was told by the coaching staff that it's not necessarily going to be like a straight three, three, five all the time that they're going to be really multiple and they want him to be kind of a stand up outside linebacker with this whole thing. So that was a little interesting to me too, to see that maybe, okay, our assumptions about this guy's scheme um, and them just sticking close to it may not be, may not be what we think it's going to be exactly. So they may, they, there may still be some traditional three, four, four, three type stuff in there too. Yeah. And yeah. And and I think it's like that with a lot of these coaches, right? Well, where they'll have a, there'll be a four, three guy or three, four guy, you know, I Shafe's told the story a bunch about talking to Chenander and how he always got a kick out of people saying that they're a three, four defense. He's like, yeah, I mean, 50% of the time, right. They still do other stuff. And so, yeah, I, I, you know, there was that initial reaction. I'm just saying maybe we made too big a deal about that. Yeah. And I, I would say that, Really, Jack, a lot of that was just those of us who are perpetually online for, you know, for for work or just hanging out on Twitter during the day. Uh, like like a lot of us do, right? Yeah. Like that. I mean, that's what this is built on. It's built on that type of fan engagement. And I think some of that initial reaction was of, oh, my gosh, this defense can't work in the Big Ten. Like I talked to one of my sources today who is just a little skeptical and he's worried. Like, I, I just don't know how this defense is going to work in the big 10. And, and I, I guess it's, I would say it's fair to have that concern, but you would hope is that these coaches are, are willing to adapt. And, and I don't know, man, like I thought Mitch Sherman put it really well. Cause we talked a bit more about Donovan Rayola. I heard today. that was a really good interview. I did not hear it. Yeah. yeah for those who I didn't hear it, will you give me a summary please? Yeah. So we, you know, we talked about a lot of different stuff, but the thing I guess that stuck out to me about it was John asked him about Rayola and his response was basically like, if, if you have, been uh let's see how should i phrase this basically if if every move that the staff made the last few years your guard was up and you're like nope i don't trust this you don't you you shouldn't do that just yet with this group because they haven't coached a game and they haven't done anything to lose your trust and that's i think how i mean that's how i try to operate with every coaching staff that gets hired at nebraska is like i i'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt until they give me no reason to to give them the benefit of the doubt anymore like that's that's where i've been the last few years and you know with with frost staff it it i kind of lost that by the end of the 2019 season mike riley had a lot of doubts and, and i really started losing it in 2017 bo polini it took i don't, I don't know four or five seasons it took a while to kind of lose that trust Etc. Etc. And so I thought that that was a good, like, thing to say about Rayola. Like, okay, you know what? Maybe I need to take a step back just a little bit. Why am I judging the hire negatively? Well, the big reason why is because Scott Frost hired him. Like, and that is me being one hundred percent honest about it. And is that totally fair to a guy who will no longer coach under Scott Frost anymore? Well, I mean, probably not. Like, he still might suck, but maybe he doesn't suck for the reasons that I think he does. Well, I mean. 
What was the narrative, though, about him, Josh? I mean, and I don't know if it's true or not. When he first got hired? I can tell you what it is. It was that they hired him because they thought they had a shot at his nephew as a recruit, and so they brought him in. He had Nebraska ties, uh, was super inexperienced, but he basically served a role to maybe be on the staff to help recruit his nephew, essentially, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. that was the the theory. And then when people evaluated him going forward, that was part of it, and then the offensive line had their struggles, and which, you know, fair, I think absolutely fair to evaluate him based on that, but that was that was the thought going forward about that hire the whole time. I don't know what the backstory, you know, actually is from that hire, uh, why yeah. he did it, how much that... Yeah, I've always been it. confused by it. It's, it just, it, outside of that, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. And, and, you know, last year, I know, I thought, okay... They need they need a really good offensive line coach, or else they're going to fail on the field in 2022. And I mean, sure enough, they failed on the field. Like so, it just in in hindsight, like everything that I thought about it ended up being true. And yet he's coming back. Um, but I mean, it's I mean, rule, <laughs> dude, rule seems obviously super confident in his ability to develop players and, and develop coaches. And that I know that is, and we talked about this, I believe, Jack, you and I did on on the coffee show on Saturday, right? That I am not upset at all with the way the staff has been put together so far because this is what he did at at both of his stops in college before so why why would we expect it to be anything else this time around and so we talked about that a little bit too with Mitch yeah no I I I get it and I I still with the offensive line I still there's a part of me that wonders you know with an offensive line how much is it the the Jimmy's and the Joe's versus the coach how much is it you know how much does a coach really that that's still a discuss. We we kind of got into this on on Saturday a little bit, but um, you know how much could a, a coach have done with this offensive line this year that was there? We, yeah, we had yeah yeah. You get you lose like one of your best linemen. What if in you the bring in like freaking Art Shell to coach them? I mean, how much better would they have been? Or so, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a phenomenal question because the talent is what the talent is. And that wasn't going to get any better, and it couldn't get any better. So, and and that's I guess again where where I will give Rayola a little bit of slack. And, and look, man, like the coaching staff was a disaster. The offensive situation seemingly was a disaster. The head coach, both head coaches, and the offensive coordinator never seemed eye to eye on anything. Oh yes. right. And so Jeez. it's understandable it. It was... that the first a first time a first full time head coach would would have a bad position group like it was a no-win situation for anybody you know you made a good point it we know this now but it's ridiculous how dysfunctional that offensive coaching staff was this entire you had you had frost versus whipple you had joseph versus whipple you had i mean yep you had every jack like remember even remember july and i think this is when we first started the club we were talking about big 10 media days and how weird it was. And I remember, you know, everyone focused on the lack of an opening statement. I focused on Trev Alberts being like, yeah, Coach Frost really wanted to make all these changes. He really wanted to to, to give over the offense. And then I think it's Scott Frost at the podium, and he's like, hey, 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 I'm still involved, and I'm still going to be involved in play calling. And it's like, oh, wow, so this is going to be that really, really so awkward. problematic. Sure at the, I mean, oh, and I yeah. knew it was. I said it was right away, but the fact that he was so – sort of weepy at the beginning about not calling plays. It it, yep. it felt terrible right away. And so 
I should have been more, you know, bearish based on that once I heard him do that. But yeah, that to me again, that'd be fascinating to me to know the whole story really behind that because he clearly didn't ever want that. He clearly yeah. didn't ever want that. Um, so how yeah. that actually and happened, so again going back to Riola, he had to went, deal with yeah. all that crap. Yeah, how did all the honestly? It'd be fascinating, Josh, to hear the story on each of the hires they made this last offseason, right? On on mm-hmm. Whipple, on Rayola, uh, on, you know, whoever else. Apple White came in, I guess. Anybody who came in that time and who was it? Was that, like, if Frost picked those guys, why did he pick them? What was in his head at the time? God, I want to hear from Frost. I really want to hear from Frost, honestly. Well, apparently he's going to do a podcast, according to, to Gary Sharp. With who? He's doing a podcast? With who? Well, well, there was a there was a comment in the in one of the the subboards earlier today uh, from Aaron where he said Gary talking about Frost wanting to do a podcast to set the record straight. Dude, come on with me. Then he had I'll, seems I'll... like a great I eighty live interview. Are we gonna have him on the pod? He, he's welcome. He's welcome. I don't have to. Hey ask Frost, come on the I eighty club. Become a patron today. It's only three dollars. I would love. I mean, I. Man, there's so what what these walls would say, right? I mean, there's so oh, much there. What this pod would say, yeah, that would be incredible. 100th, me- we get our hundredth member then, wouldn't oh, we? Oh, we'd get over a hundred. I don't know. I don't. Or know he could be our one hundredth member. If I had a cell number, I'd text him. I don't have his number. You know, I, I have never, his number. You want me? To, you ne- want me to send you his number? I never built a relationship with him like I have some others. Yeah, I never. I I have it. He never responded. We tried to get him on the show uh, when he got hired, and he never responded to us. Text him again. What? You should text him again and just be like, "Hey, but you want to come on the podcast?" Well, I mean, you, I would prefer you do it on the I eighty club, but you should. I mean, seriously, you think he could figure number, out Discord? You... Bishop couldn't figure out Discord. Do you think yeah, Frost could? Of course he can. A hundred percent. Okay, Bishop. Bishop versus Frost online. Who would you take? Okay, Frost had his issues, but he is a much better person online. Than That's Bishop. true. I mean, There's he might have been bad at play 100%. calling against Purdue in 2019, but he knows how to log on to Discord. Who do you think's offered him interviews? Do you think I bet every has? I bet every newspaper has reached out to him for sure. You think so? Yeah. I bet every Sipples? newspaper, I bet all the online entities have reached so out to So he's just him. been like, no, to Sipple and everything? I mean, That'd be my guess. Like, at some point. I don't I mean, think he wants to speak to anybody. Like, my guess is he will never talk to anybody locally. God, you know what I hate? I hate everybody going to national outlets for everything. I really do. Yeah. Because the yeah. interviews Come on suck. locally. I mean, freaking rule went on Jim Rome. Jim Rome? What is this, 1999? I mean, jeez. Hey, hey, Rule, have a take. Don't suck. Seriously. Thanks for coming on the I, show. I can't believe Jim Rome's still on. That would have been a great baffling. get 25 years ago. But <laughs> Hey, I'm going on Jim Rome. What? That guy still has a radio phenomenal. show? Phenomenal. Pope phenomenal. Pope phenomenal. Nice. Rule, Pope you're does. joining Nebraska. Pope does a good They're impression fans. of him. I don't, I don't get, like, how his – like, uh, look, he's – He's made millions, so he's obviously doing something right. But I just don't get how his shtick still works. I it doesn't. I, I I'm shocked. He's is he still? Can I? I honestly don't know this. Can I still hear him? In like he's on eleven eighty. Is he on? Oh, on the, the zone two. Yeah. So I was in the studio God, today. I, I was uploading a couple of things into the system, and I heard 
He start his. He still starts the last segment of every show. You guys still Up have that freaking 1180. Jeez, da, 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 why don't you guys put da, da, my show on? Good lord, if you have that 1180 signal, night. why don't you put my show on from six to nine there in Omaha? Why don't you put my show on in the afternoon? I've tried, Josh. Yeah, I guess I have not I've, tried to put your show oh, on. Thank you. From six to nine. There's been yeah. a lot more discussion. Don't you about have a lot of commercial. You have a lot of commercials though from six to nine, and like a on million updates. Show? Hey, it's a news update. It's a traffic update. Hey, it's a sports well, update. You have all freaking, these updates. That's what a damn like news talk wheel is. More opinions, less less traffic. Top of the hour news. We have top of the hour yeah. news, uh, national. Then we have local news. Then we have a break, and then I come in Man, at about ten so after. News. Then I go to about fifteen after. Then we have a break. Then we have sports. We have bottom of the hour news. Uh, yeah. I remember when I filled in before, I was like, oh, my gosh, we talk like 20 minutes an hour. This is easy peasy. I have, I, have, I have two 15-minute segments a show, basically. You mean an hour? In, 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 uh, sorry, an hour. You it, talk for two, a half hour? Man. Two 15, yeah. Yes, two 15-minute segments an hour for three hours is what I meant to say. Wow, that's crazy. So many updates. Yeah. No, yeah. That's what oh, it by is. By the way, Biff says Jim Rome is still a good listen. Damn, Biff, how old are you? I know how old you are, but he said I had to hear about road been... opening like 15 times last week waiting for Creighton game takes. Yeah, it's a different format. Like, I don't, yeah. Hey, someday maybe somebody will give me a job where where I'm doing a different format. Nobody will. So this is what Dare I'm to doing dream. now. We got to get more than a hundred patrons, I think, if the dream is to to live in this world. Uh, I've not, you know, I uh, evidently, you know, I'm uh, apparently sixteen twenty has a new host, so that's out. Yeah, so, um, yep. that's what I've yep. heard. That's official. Yeah, that's official. Um, and I saw Ravi's reaction too, and I was like, "Whoa, okay, yeah, wow, yeah." Feel bad for the dude. Let me just say this in all seriousness, though, um, and I don't know, I don't know Nick at all. Um, and I only know Ravi a little, to be honest. I don't really know him at all either, but I thought he did a, uh, I, I would say I was someone who's predisposed to not like him. Um, yes. Cause he's a Creighton guy, Creighton guy. And just, I didn't like, he just seemed like, uh, yeah, he was the Creighton guy. Right. And so yep. like, what was his, so what would, it, what, what would his appeal to me be as a more general listener, man, did he, he grew on me a ton. Um, yeah. and so I should tell him this personally cause he'll never hear it here, but man, I, I was a big fan of the way he did things. And frankly, Josh, if he, uh, he's not gonna be on the radio, maybe we ought to sign him to the I-80 club. Oh, he could join us. That'd be fun. Maybe, maybe we should do it. Maybe we should, uh, by the way, I don't want to spoil anything because nothing is for sure. Um, but Josh and I have been in some talks about, uh, some mm. expansion with the I-80 club mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with, uh, yeah. I won't say more than that. I won't say more than yeah. that. But um, we have we have some people interested, some people that some of you know that would be interested in being part of the IAD club. So yeah, uh, not franchising so much as the them. You, I mean, maybe adding some additional content to the IAD club. There you go. So yeah. I couldn't agree more with you about uh, Robbie. By the way, yeah, uh, uh, he's. I mean, I I'm was, a huge fan. I'm a, I'm a I'm a friend of his. You know, we we actually not, hung out. Uh, I'm not, which Friday. is even more impressive that I like him. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a great dude, and I, I am uh, I am bummed for him. 
uh, immensely, but he, uh, I'm, I'm happy that he will still be a part right. of uh, our little family for, you know, the foreseeable future. Sometime maybe I'll write a book and I'll even tell you more about what happened the last few weeks and months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron says, wow, Frost and Robbie 2023 is going to be popping. Yeah, that's what I, I hear is it's the Robbie and Frost pod. Do, all right. Well, I mean, give me, I mean, I'll text Frost, but he doesn't know me. He doesn't know. I don't think he know you. Do you think Frost knows who I am? I, I, I like that's a that sounds like a. I'm not trying to fish for a compliment, but like. Oh, that's a good question. I don't Does know. He I know who you are because I'll be honest. I have no doubt that he knows who I am. I feel like he has to know who I am, right? Well, he was on your. I mean, yeah, right. Because I've said and I've also said enough. I'm going to send you his number, by the way. I've, okay. I've I've said enough about him over the years. I'll text him right now. Like I I feel like it eventually would have made its way back. I bet he knows who you are. He probably listened to KLIN while he was driving. Do you into think work. any of these coaches listen? I like I couldn't. I couldn't listen to any. That really fascinates me is how much coaches or players like listen do any media whatsoever. Because I'd freak out. I would freak out if I heard yeah. any of it. <laughs> this is for see, the but I mean, update. I uh I. <laughs> he, I love this format. That's what he says on his way into work. This format's great. Um, as someone who g- goes on message boards and reads threads that are titled 1620 or Josh sucks, uh, <laughs> I definitely would, would be bad at that as a head coach because I would want to know what people yes, say about Yes, that's me. true, right? You know, I'm horrible at ne- – like, everyone's like, oh, I, I, I ignore what I say. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I see what people say about me. Now I laugh a lot about it. Like, I don't really give a shit, but uh, I, I read what people say about me, so – yeah, I bet he does. I bet he knows who you are. I bet he, he you're you're on in his in his in his old city. He has to know who you are. I don't know. We've never talked. We've never talked. And by the way, I'm still efforting rule for my show. Still, uh, he's, well, he still hasn't done an ounce of local media, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I'm I'm not surprised by that because they're recruiting right now, and it's, he's still finalizing. Oh God, they got time to go on. Who was that podcast he went on? He went on which one? He's gone on like a hundred of yeah, them. Yeah, so exactly. Far. That's what I'm saying. They're all his NFL fans. But Peter Schrager. Who's, okay, Josh. Seriously, apparently PR Jim Rome. What in the 20, hell is the value of going again. on all those podcasts? National podcasts. What? What is the value of going on those podcasts? The I don't Schrager know. Doing podcasts. a favor for a friend. A favor for a is friend. That, really? Is that it? I don't know. Maybe he just wants to shoot the breeze. It's definitely not helping recruiting. You know what? 17-year-old is like, oh, cool, Peter Schrager's podcast. Or going on Rome. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, what 17-year-old's pumped that he's on Rome? Yeah, there's no – I mean, listen, Rome <laughs> – yeah. <laughs> Who <laughs> – you've got to be almost 50 to be super into Rome right now, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Matt says it's hard to go to my show, Jack. You're only 30 minutes an hour. I offered him a podcast. I offered him my podcast, which isn't really – actively recording but i do i do an episode with him i so. love the idea that he's like man i mean the format of news talk it just doesn't give me enough time to fire off my takes no, i offered i go le- le- when i was schrager for a half hour screw i knew that when i i contacted keith i actually said that i was like he could do my show even better we'll do something on my podcast we'll play clips on the show so we won't have to deal with commercial breaks and it'll be more like more of a zoom because I knew he was more used to doing that. So I pitched it that way. And and I heard and and like they're like, we're going to start doing some local stuff st- soon. Um, so I'll put you in in the queue. Essentially, I've heard that. Before. Mm. Heard yeah, that was like two that weeks before. ago. 
It was. It was. You just need. Here's what you need to do. You just need to get his number and go directly through him, and then Keith can get mad at you at a later date. That'd be fun. That's what I do with John Cook. Really, you just go directly to John Cook. Yeah, I have John's. I have Cook's cell phone, cell phone number. Yeah, so. I remember. So early on in the early uh, Frost days, we got uh, Verduzco on, and we didn't go through Keith Man, and then he sent an email to the entire <laughs> press corps. Please do not talk to coaches or players without yeah. getting permission first. But the volleyball, they don't have they they that's okay with Cook. Now, I got Hoiberg on my show the Monday after the Creighton game, but that I've got good I've got good relationships in the basketball uh, administration. Let's say so. Nice. Yeah. Good. It's a very I know. Stop name dropping. I know. Well, yeah, I'm, uh, you all I'm doing stories. is to contrast Mark Whipple over here. I'm not named. I'm 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 less name dropping. Just showing you how un- unbelievably difficult it is to get anything back from the football people on anything, where it where on basketball, volleyball, whatever you can do it. So, yeah. React to me, clones. Clones. Where do you come out on this, clones? Clones. Jim and Fall clones. River. Have a take. I, I hear you want to talk about something. It was so cool. That in dude, 19- that dude Honestly, has a killer job, though. He gets a million days of vacation dude, every year. In 1998, that was so good. In 19, I was work. I I had a job. I worked for a property company. I was. I did. I did like um, just just maintenance stuff, and I would have that in my ear. And I was so excited for 11 to 2 when he came on. And, and then, now I I would never want to listen to it. But then it was great. No. It was very great. You know what else I listened to then, Josh? Dan Patrick. So Rome would be over, and then I listed Dan Patrick and Rob Dibble. Yep. Uh, Rob Dibble, the former oh, pitcher. My dad loved that, that show. That show, back in the day. Jo- Josh. I think that show was my favorite national sports talk show ever, by far. Ever. I loved that show. You know who my dad was a, a big show. fan of, and I got into it too when I was. And this this explains so much about my life because I was like into sports talk radio when I was like twelve. Uh, he loved Tony Kornheiser. Yeah, and so Kornheiser we listened to the was, Tony Kornheiser yep. show way back in the day when he was on before Cowherd got his yep. got his. Annie Poli, Annie Poli, Annie Poli. I remember all the yes. That was that that whole day. I I remember all those summers in the. That late was 90s. a killer day, like it because it was him and then Roman. Then it would have been uh, the and, Dan Patrick and then show, Dan right? Patrick wow. and Dibble, right? Um, Man, yeah, that's that was nineteen ninety nine sports talk, folks. Right, and then I would occasionally switch over. Uh, in the afternoon to the uh, Kevin Kugler and uh, uh, whoever the other Bob Kevin Bruce, and Bob? Bob Bruce. Yep. Yep. Kevin and Bob a little bit after after uh, Dan Patrick was over because I listened on 1480 here in town because they were the first sports station in town. Um, and so, yeah, they went they went Kornheiser, Rome, Patrick was how they went. And before Kornheiser started, you know who they had? I can't believe I I'm really going old school now. They had someone called the Fabulous Sports Babe. Does anyone remember that? Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. That, See, again, old, that's old school sports really talk Really old school. And she was so – that was such a weird show. So I'm sure somebody's going to go in the chat and tell me um, the, they listen to Fabulous Sports Babe. And Papa Joe Chevalier, that, he was on the show too. Oh, my gosh. I'm really going back here. Yeah, This but, has to be – of all the shows, this has to be – our weirdest Monday night club uh, podcast. Cause we've talked about the NFL and then the coaching staff and now just podcasts and radio shows. 
this is this is the off season, right? You're gonna get you're gonna get some good the, stuff here. Be like for the next nine months. Tell your friends only three dollars a month. Yep, the babe was in the airstream audio. No, By no, the no. way, Ravi just became a patron. So uh, he did. So Ravi, 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 yeah, Ravi has joined the I80 club. Who told? How the hell did that happen? Seriously, I I was texting him. I said that that you had some nice things to say about him, and and he Dude, said, "What? How do I can, can I, I listen?" I go, "No, him. we're still recording." I would have freaking comped uh, him. Well, he's he's uh he's a VIP, so he's hooking us up. I want him on our. I want. I want. I want to. Yeah, I, so I sent him a link to the to the Discord, so he might be. Who knows? He might be downloading it right now. That said, he's also watching. He's probably watching the Creighton game, so I don't know. Uh, by the way, they're holy the shit. Creighton's ahead. Yeah, they're up now. <laughs> I actually do not have the Monday night game on in my office. I have the Creighton game on. Oh my gosh, they're ahead. Let's go, Creighton! Come on. Increase <laughs> that NET ranking. Dude, yeah. Ro- Robbie, help out Nebraska, Creighton. Come on. If you're listening, talk to Josh and me. We we want to get you on here. We want to get you as a. We want to expand the family of the I80 Club. At least who'd I you say that to, Ravi? Ravi, yeah, yeah, right, hundred percent, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It'd you be should fun be. To have you should be here. hosting a show on the radio, uh, and this not like this is a good, you know, second option for him, but. Matt, oh, I see how it goes. Some people get caught. The rest of us are busting our balls, keeping the club in business. <laughs> For the record, Matt, I actually subscribe. I should probably unsubscribe on my Patreon. I Wait, wanted to make sure that I had all the podcast stuff set up. Do you pay? For yeah. your own <laughs> okay. Because I just I was trying to figure out the 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 Patreon only podcast stuff and i finally got to figure it out and Whatever. i just was too lazy and i never unsubscribed plus i want us to get to 100 damn it we're at 99 wait now. Do, did ravi make it 100 no no he made it 99 he made it 99 if i unfound if i uh unsubscribed that we get back oliver to back oliver come back oliver yeah come on oliver he was tweeting at me the other day and i almost said hey bro Hey, Where did, why did you disappear from hey, our bro. Discord? But I decided Jack was not right. To. Just say it. Jack was right <laughs> about the Nebraska offense. Okay, Jack was right around <laughs> about Jawan Gary. But I'm ready to put that right behind us at this point and get a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Biff says acting like Creighton is ruining Nebraska's NET rating is an incredible troll that has to infuriate Bishop. <laughs> oh, Jack, God. you've got to lean into did, it. Did you see my tweet after the game Saturday night? I watch. I see. I got the Bud Crawford fight on pay per view. And it was, and after it was over, I watched the end of the Creighton game, and I said, uh, "At least one Omaha institution didn't disappoint us tonight." <laughs> uh, doing the whole net ranking thing with Creighton the rest of the season is going to be very fun. Oh my gosh! Very if fun. they lose this, they're going to be six and five. It, it'd be their fifth Jeez. straight loss. People forget. Jeez. Yeah, they're not very good oh right now, friends. Gosh, they're we didn't even good. talk Nebraska basketball, did we? No, not- no, we didn't. Jeez. So, uh, hey, I appreciate you acknowledging on the show today, on the radio show, that uh, Saturday you were like, yeah, if they lose close, I'll be really happy. And then, of course, they didn't. You were not happy. I, okay. Every week. Hold every on, damn Josh. week we do Josh. this. This is what you do. Not only did I not only did I acknowledge that on the radio show, I acknowledged it the moment I said it that I knew it was false. <laughs> I said, what I'm about to say is false, but yep. I'll be happy if Nebraska loses close. Okay? Yep. Because I, yep. I I believed it at the time, but I did not anticipate that kind of officiating. And yeah, we've all focused, rough. honestly, we've all focused on that last play, which was a terrible call. 
but the officiating throughout regulation was so bad, even beyond. Yeah, that, when was, when uh, the quote from Painter came out, and you you I don't remember who tweeted it, and then you just quoted, it, and you're like, "Oh, okay, cool." So th- those those two calls at the very end, yeah, they're even. But they what about the rest of the game? He was like, "We had one bad one at the end of regulation, and they had one bad uh, bad one at the end of overtime." I was like, yeah, "Okay, now yeah. do the other forty minutes of gameplay." <laughs> it was bad, but I don't know. Uh, I'm it it. it Boy, I, I, I just hope they can keep this pace up. Is all, Josh. It is. It looks yeah. like a. It looks like an excruciating band, uh, brand of basketball to play. What Nebraska is doing. It looks exhausting to play defense in their system right now, and to be able to keep it up, which they have for the most part, but to be able to keep it up with a fairly short bench that they've got, um, I'm a little concerned about that, but. It's it's I, I said this on your show today. I still can't believe you completely a hundred percent completely change your your philosophy, the side of the ball that you really focus on. You become a defensive coordinator essentially, and then you go from in one year having you know the two years ago Cam Mack, the the Verge, right, the Teddy Allen, the the McGowan's guys who are you know who are very talented players, but who are not. You know, not necessarily bust, not 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 necessarily busting their ass on the defensive end, to this team where it's like, oh my gosh, you've got all these role players with a really, they don't feel mercenary ish at all. It's insane. I mean, I can't believe he changed this program like he did in in this year. And I don't know how it's going to end. I mean, yeah. they they may end up, you know, winning one out of three in the Big Ten. That could still happen. Um, but to even like, I didn't even like cheering for that team last year, Josh. They were not fun and to watch. The they were that was a miserable none experience. Them, none of them are that fun to cheer for. They didn't seem to give a shit, man. Like they just didn't seem to care. And now, see, like this team is like there are six guys who you. I mean, if you're a fan of the team, that you can just you you re, they're all really different and really cool, and you appreciate who they are completely unique from one one another, and um, you know. It's 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 a lot. It's just a lot more fun to cheer for him than it's been in a long time. And Pinnacle Bank Arena felt like Pinnacle Bank Arena, Josh, for the first time for, since the Miles era. That I mean, it it just hadn't felt like that. Um, and uh, that was the first time I'd felt that since really probably that final Miles year, to be honest. Yeah. Hmm. So. Anywho, all right, are we done? Uh, are we done? Riss Riss asked Mike Leach talk. Do you have any takes on Mike Leach? Um, my, I mean, my biggest, did you day. see, first of all, did you see that? Um, did you see Bill Snyder? Like basically said like rest in peace coach. And so now people are wondering, and this was like hours ago. So people were wondering if, if, uh, Bill Snyder was essentially the first person to report that he had passed away or if he was working off of incorrect information, uh, as Aaron says, 90 year old people shouldn't have to. Or shouldn't have Twitter. Oh, so Snyder apologized for it. Okay, I I had not Is seen Bill that yet. So Snyder apparently he apologized. On, Bill for Snyder's it. on Twitter. Yeah, I had no idea either. Jeez. I had no idea either. Yeah. Okay. Matt says, did he die? So it, I mean, it it does not seem like it's official. It seems, but like it's it coming. it seems like a very. I mean, just a moment, a matter of time is I mean, is kind of what it seems like with with Leach. I'll be. I mean, the first thing I think has nothing to do with football or or leech it's just hearing a uh a 60 year old 60 something year old die of a heart attack it's it's what happened with my dad and 
man, that is ter- it's just terrifying to me. It's 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 terrifying that <laughs> you know uh, just to 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 think of that. Think of the I know it's a dark place to go with this whole thing, um, but man, crap. I'm 45, right? <laughs> like, mm, right? Yeah. And and not always the healthiest person in the world. That's that's where my it, it, it's like I said, it's dark, but that's where my head goes right away. But it seems like so many men, especially, find themselves in that situation. So, like, that's crazy. You'd never think that about him, right? He didn't appear to be an unhealthy person um, necessarily. Uh, and when you're a football coach, man, there's just so much going on. So. That See, was, yeah, and that's that the, the thing, thing. Yeah, with this, to be honest. Yeah, with this, with the stresses of of you know being a football coach. I know he had a, he had pneumonia during the season. Matt Matt says that he's basically been offline since the Saturday morning coffee show. So yeah, yesterday. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess I don't know, Jack. What was officially or unofficially reported, but it sounds like he had a heart attack, and that he was not like helped at all for ten minutes or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it seems like you know that was obviously uh, was horrible. Uh, there were there were reports that mentioned that 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 he was in a dire condition, um, and yeah, as Biff said, he didn't have oxygen to his to his brain for like ten minutes apparently. So I mean, it, it was like when that when that statement first came out, it was like, oh, that sucks. I hope that he's okay. Mm-hmm. And very quickly, I started reading the tone of the reporters as. Uh, it's not, is he like, okay, it's, will he survive? Right. And you know, it it went from, man, I I just hope he recovers to, oh my gosh, we're going to be saying goodbye to Mike Leach. And so the reports today were essentially, they're waiting for his family to get in. The ventilator is keeping him alive and then they're going to have to make that decision. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't know. Yeah. That's brings back a lot of trauma for me just to think of those things. My, um, not to give people more information than they need, but yeah, um, in 2015, I got a call from my mom. My dad was in his, um, what was he, 64, and uh, was mowing the lawn, and she looked out the window. She didn't know how long it had been, but he had he had collapsed, um, and she didn't know and how long it had been, so I went over there, and we started doing CPR and um, for about five minutes before the ambulances got there, and um, I tried to remember what I was doing. Uh, one of the neighbors came over who was a nurse who took over and did a better job than I did, but um, it was about a half hour later. I mean, they took him to the heart hospital. About a half hour later, they told me he had died. So that is I, – I'm, I'm, I'm not only – I'm you know, that's, that's in my mind right away just because there's so many commonalities with that sort yeah. of thing. So, um, yeah, it's – it sucks, and 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 Leach, you know, I I loved it. I loved it. It was so non traditional, right? Um, yeah, had a law degree. I've got a law degree, right? Um, doing yeah. something completely non traditional with it. Uh, the fact that he, I, I still can't believe. Like, I assume people know this, but you would turn on. Uh, we were talking earlier about sports radio in Lincoln. You would turn on fourteen eighty, and I swear they had for a while. They had a weekly interview with him. When he was at yeah, Washington he was State. very, very approachable by radio shows. I, John and I told the story today. We once, you know, we before the season, we always do twenty-five teams in twenty-five days. One time, we had him on to preview Washington State. We had him on to preview his own <laughs> the actual head team. coach, right? Yeah, 
And so we, you know, we did the normal open. Da, na, 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 and he, he comes on the show. Like you're having like about the rivals reporter for other teams. And you got the head yeah, coach exactly. Hey, team. this is this is so so and so from Wildcat uh, Report. Okay, hey, here's Mike Leach, <laughs> the head coach. Uh, Mavsker says he was on. He gave Hale us a full preview. It was great. Mavsker says he was on Hale Varsity Radio this very week. Wow. What Jesus? Well, That's you had impressive. his. Didn't you text him? I texted him during the season, he and I said, responded. hey, would you be interested in the Nebraska job? Yeah, he never responded. Oh, yeah. I would – yeah. He made yeah, – like I, I think he came on – He in, the, in in John and my era of doing the show, he probably was on our show three or four times. It had been a few years, but he'd probably been on three or four times. My One of my earliest memories of working in radio was when I was producing for Kevin and Michael, and Leach was doing the book tour for Swing Your Sword – and he came like he was doing the book tour around the country. So he was going to cities. And so he came in and did an interview in person. I met him. I have a picture with him somewhere on my phone. And that was at the, the very famous time where you know, obviously him and Craig James hate each other. And so people there was like that Craig James killed five hookers meme that was making the rounds on the Internet. Well, somebody had him sign their book. CJK, the number five H. And he did it. And so Kevin or Michael, yes, I don't remember I which one they that. asked him yes. about it. You're like, hey, did you know what you were doing? And and he said that, no, he didn't know what he was doing. And then he added, but I don't care. And so, like, he, he was we all laughed. And like, he, I mean, he just he could not have been a nicer guy to, a, you know, a kid in his early 20s, uh, you know, meeting meet this famous head football. Coach. A great it point was, by Matt. Cool he could have done well at Purdue. Would have been very interesting if they went for him. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. That, I yeah. forgot about the CJK5H. Oh my gosh, I oh, totally yeah. forgot about that. Oh, you know yeah. what? But yeah, it's the the like. I I get so I get very. You you can probably sense this. We were even talking about it earlier about um, the fact that it's so hard for a local radio station to talk to some of the Nebraska coaches, but yet you know Mike Leach is coming on local radio. It's just I love that he didn't take, right. He didn't take any of that stuff. So so seriously or, or or feel so threatened by any of it like i really mm-hmm. appreciate i appreciated that about him probably more than than most people did i like bielema was the same way bielema would come on our show we had bielema he wrote john and uh me a handwritten thank you note when we had him on a show when he coached wisconsin well, I, he did that and then you were shitting all over illinois this year that's pretty disgusting i man. didn't shit all over that i, I, mean, I said they <laughs> listen i said they sucked but i said that about everybody in the big 10 west I didn't say Bielema was a jerk, though. I don't think Bielema's a jerk. He he came on. He sent us a hand. I still have it. I still have the handwritten uh, note from Bielema. And meanwhile, Bo Pelini was Nebraska's coach, and he not only wouldn't write me a handwritten note, he wouldn't come on my show. So Sad. Yeah. He is still alive. Yeah, he is st- he's, he's still alive. I just, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Uh, listen, yeah. I hope I'm wrong, but it doesn't sound. Yeah, I mean, the next time we talk, I feel like it's going to be, yeah. Plus, we're, just, we're telling stories. Yeah. Would Rule be the first head coach on my show? No, I had I had Riley on like eighteen times. Man, friend of the friend of the program. The first football. Yeah, I had I had Riley. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bill Bill Snyder erroneously tweeted. He did. Yeah, yes. it's not. That's not why we're doing. That's not why we're lamenting the the soon to be. I mean, it, it seems like the soon to be loss. It's it's the it's everything else yes. that's come out of the last two days of reporting. Yes. That's why. Yeah, it's not because of Bill Snyder. Yeah, yeah. 
So Mike Riley came on whenever we asked. That was nice. <laughs> I probably yeah. So there you go. No, I like Mike Riley too. I like him. I like <laughs> Pearls. I liked him a lot. I did. Oh, Mike Riley. I did. He was a, he was very nice. He was very kind. He said neat a lot, which the only person I know who says neat that much is my, my Pepsi. Is my grandma who's ninety eight years old. She says neat all the time. <laughs> awesome. So, all right, Creighton's up by four. The Patriots are up twenty to thirteen. Um, we, we, geez, we're just entering the fourth quarter. This game's taking a long time, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I guess it, it is. Like yeah, it, it is almost of. ten already. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. All right. Anything else we need to hit on before we wrap this? Uh, no, this I was up? just gonna say, uh, if you like this this conversation that went in a bunch of different ways, and you're listening at a later date, <laughs> and you're like, "Whoa, I'm this glad, is really fun." I'm glad we got to do this, Josh. We never get to do. I mean, we have so, we have such on topic things we need to get to. Um, that I enjoy this. I, I think like this is probably how it's going to be. So I hope people liked it because I don't think it's going to be yeah, like this one, you know, Sorry, one thing we hit on anymore. We, right? we kind of are at the end of the news portion of the year, right? Yep. And that, now we got to figure out what to do for the next nine months. So uh, I hope people liked it. If you did and you would love to become a patron or you just maybe would kind of like to become a patron, you can do it at patreon.com slash I 80 club. Jack teased something a little bit earlier. We, we are having preliminary conversations with, something and so that's, i guess that's all we'll say right now you can but we're hoping we're hoping to give folks more that's what we're hoping to do we're you can to probably figure more. it out who we're having conversations uh with because i hinted at it earlier but yes yes so we uh we are doing that we want we want to you know we just want this to to get bigger and better so we're uh we're gonna you know hopefully be trying some things uh dustin oh no are you going on am radio never we would never go on am radio not once uh, but patreon.com slash club. It's only $3 or $5. And I swear to God, we say this every week, but we do, we do actually have some plans too, perhaps for a for a different tier as well if people would want to support us more. Gonna, and, Josh and, and I are going to eat together between things. Christmas and New Year's. Uh, yes. We also... You We're going to we, celebrate what's been a really good, fun year for us here on the uh, I-80 Club. Uh, you and know what? We uh, we owe these people our, our bowl game night, our Husker Rewind bowl game night. Yes, we need it. Yeah, we need to start I scheduling we, out. Can some we do that content. between Christmas and New Year's? Would that be our right absolutely? The only night that I can't do it that week would be the the well, I guess the Thursday because the Cowboys are you playing. But Wednesday, Man. I'm I'm announcing a basketball game. Do you know what I'd kind of like to do if we could is get one? I don't know if we can find uh, the right links for this, but one Matt Rule game and one Husker game and do them back to back. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah we could find that. We could find that. Yeah. Cool. By the know. way, do we want to do a Christmas Eve coffee show? Are we going to want to do one that Saturday morning? Um, let's see. I'm going to be. Uh, I'm. I think Will I'm driving to town? Iowa that day. So okay. maybe not. But all right, we can talk. We can talk. Do a live okay, podcast cool. during the Pinstripe Bowl. Yeah, let's do some fun stuff. Uh, I'm off work that whole time between Christmas. Yeah, me and too. Years. Yeah, so we should do. So some we could, af- we let, could do some afternoon yeah, stuff. Let's uh, let's definitely do some things. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. All right, cool. Oh, Thank Riss, you, guys. I could do a show with Josh. Oh, that sounds fun, just being mad at me about the Eagles the whole time. That sounds lovely. That sounds great. Did you rewind the 2000 Alamo Bowl? We haven't done that one yet. We could do that. We have not. No, could... the the one that we were talking about last week was the Colorado game. We were talking about doing the Colorado game from uh, from 2000. I believe there is – real quick, before we say goodbye, Jack, to the podcast. Yeah, the Alamo Bowl, there is a 43. 
three-minute version of it on YouTube, so we could do that, too. We could do that plus a rule game. Yeah, that'd be to. fun. Yeah. All right, that'd be a good time. Tonight. And then we get a night when there's some good bowls on, too, where we could actually watch some bowls in, in the background, too. Maybe fun. Yeah, we're, we're going to hit Beacon Husker Rewind hard, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that'll start becoming a regular staple again moving back in forward. 2024. So games you want to find, if you find you if you find good YouTubes that are of a reasonable length of games you like to see, send them to us, and we'll probably do them. Yeah, I think the max we'd probably want to do is like an hour and a half at most. But yeah. if you could find them in like the hour to hour fifteen sweet spot, like I we don't want to sit through like the whole like nineteen eighty seven avoid yeah. the noid dominoes commercials and stuff. Like yeah. That. Yeah, but like, and we did we did a few games this summer that were like forty some odd minute ones. Those are just so fast. So like, I like the ones that are hour hour fifteen because you'll get replays of like the important Josh, plays, but you'll still skip a lot of crap. I'm excited to do these again, honestly, because we had we had like three of them where we had tech. We I think our yeah the best ones our the, technical the, situation we did the is better Oklahoma, now. Oklahoma State God, we, one. Our technical oh. situation is better now, and we had some really Way good better. ones that never yes. got recorded. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that'll be good. Were, and apparently Robbie good, might but... be joining us on the pod. So that'll be, be great. Fun. I yeah. want to have a Maybe we get guests for every Be Kind Huskery one. And we'll uh, look, I text you about it. At, I, friends, I just want you to all know this. I have texted Jack about an idea I have for a podcast. And every time I send it, he never responds. But it's a really good idea. And I want to do it sometime Which this one offseason. Is it? Wait, 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 okay. My draft, the draft idea. Oh, yeah, that one. When are you doing? Did, did you still want to do the whole like. Uh, empty your notes thing about the entire coaching search, or is it too late now for that? I don't. I mean, we could if people are interested. Really, it, I don't. I don't know if I don't really know. I mean, it seems like Mitch Sherman kind of did that in text form, you okay. know. So like, I don't really know what I have to. It add. was basically it was like it, was, it would. Be, I mean, it basically was like saying all the reasons you were still right when you were wrong, right? Yeah, and I, ended up, I think I ended up being wrong. So you know, I I, I don't even know, you know. But I, yeah, we could. I mean, we could still talk about. It. We could we could do a run through on the coaching search. No, stuff. Of, good. No, listen, Josh, let's calm down. We got a, We got months of content that we need right now. Oh, oh but yeah, it, oh yeah. But if Nebraska basketball keeps making it interesting, we need to talk about post game shows for Nebraska basketball show. Uh, yeah. For Nebraska basketball, only if they win, though. Only, only if they if win. They win. Yes. Uh, Creighton down two again with three minutes left. All right, I'm going to watch the end of this uh, Creighton game. I'm fascinated. All right. All right, goodbye, podcasters. Thank you for joining us. Become a patron. Uh, Don't be a huge jerk. See ya.